Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is World Wolf with Atencia. This morning, we are looking at Jethro's touch. Jethro's touch. We are in Exodus 18 verses 1 through 24. I want you also to look at Exodus 2 verse 18 and Exodus 3 verse 1. Jethro was Moses' father-in-law. He lived in Midian and he was a priest there. We do not know much about this man, but we do know that he had influence. Many times as we listen to other people, we see that they are able to shift our perspective just because, right? We give them that opportunity in our lives. And as I listen to one of my favorite mentors, John Maxwell, I hear him said leadership is influence. And so we see that Jethro had an influence over Moses. He was able to speak into his life, even though Moses was in a position where, you know what? I'm not leading sheep anymore. I'm leading a huge number of people. Yet this man from the backside of the desert was able to influence Moses. How did this come about? So we look at our lives sometimes and we see that we may have the truth and we try to communicate that truth to other people. We're looking at people who need to be saved and we're telling them that they need to be saved. We're looking at people who need to change the trajectory of their life. They need to learn how to praise. They need to learn how to uh, pray and how to get into the word for themselves. And we're telling them, but guess what? We've got no influence with them. And because we have no influence with them, we are unable to move them in the direction that they should go. I'm not talking about manipulation. I'm talking about enlightenment and having people see for themselves that the way they are going need to be changed. And so we see that Moses had escaped in Exodus chapter 2 to Midian. He was on the run for his life and he ended up at this man's house just by doing something wonderful for his daughters. And so in this 40 years, when we see Moses there, the next time we see Moses leaving this area was when God instructed him to get into Egypt to let get his people going. And so we see this person sitting with influence. It may not be the person that you are thinking about because I'm pretty certain that if Moses had compared what he was used to, this king, this pharaoh in Egypt, this opulence with the backside of the mountain, it would seem as if the material factors did not add up. But he spent 40 years with Jethro, someone who was a priest and who understood leadership just as how they had Pharaoh in Egypt who was the leader. So what question do you ask those leaders when you're sitting in front of them? The ones that God has appointed in your life for such a time as this. What question do you ask your pastor, even though you may look at him or her and he may say, oh, this is just a small 
church, but this person is leading. What questions do you ask? How do you observe? How do you see them praying, pressing through, getting answers for God when you are not able to do the same? Where are you utilizing that Jethro's touch that is in your life today? Oh, we see Jethro coming to Moses in the desert and he's uniting his family. He brought his wife and his sons and Moses had sent them back and he came because you know what? No matter how much God has given you to do, he's never going to ask you to neglect your family. He's never going to ask you to send your family back so that somebody else could take care of them because God, he loves family. This is the, the place where people are bread and grown to worship his God. And so he helped him to take care of his household. He reunited them and he placed them together. The family that you got is the one who's going to be observing you. They're watching how you sing in the choir on Sunday, how you usher people at the door, how you give generously in the plate, but yet you've never got a kind word for your child. You're always correcting in anger and you're always yelling and shouting you can say to 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 the person who comes to the door oh you can have a seat here but you yell for the child to sit down inside of the house right they're observing you how do you take care of that family while you are taking care of God's business. And so one of the first things we see is that Jethro brings back Moses' family to him. He reunited them together. And then he took the opportunity to observe what Moses was doing. And then he corrected Moses with humility. Now, we sometimes want to go in and we want to fix things, but we do not stop. We do not look. We do not listen. We do not observe. And because of that, we don't get the opportunity to give the right correction. We got to listen more than we speak sometimes. I am sure that Jethro was just walking around that camp. He was looking at what Moses was doing when he was lead, when he was judging those people. And he was saying, okay, this is what I see. This is what I see. This is what can be done. A wise man is able to win souls. And on that day, I'm very certain that Jethro won millions of souls, even though they did not know that. But he was able afterwards to call Moses because of the confidence, because of the trust that they had built over this year. And he's able to say, listen, man, I love what you're doing. However, this is not good. It's not good for you and it's not good for them. This is my suggestion. When you have someone who have been there, when you have someone who have been a leader, when you have someone who can look from the outside, they can see and they can set you straight. It's only one thing for you to do, to stop and to listen. You notice that Jethro did not correct him right away. He offered up sacrifices to God. He did what he was supposed to do as a priest and in the worship came in and from there he was able to lay out the instructions that was needed. I want to ask you today, who is that Jethro in your life? Who is that person that you can go to? Maybe he will show up or maybe you will run to him or her and so that 
cherish that relationship because later on you will be a Jethro to somebody's life. Who is that person who will be depending upon you learning how to do things properly and then correcting them? I know that we are in devotion this morning, but somebody is going out in the world today and I want to ask you to ask God to show you how to use that Jethro's touch in your life today. Press good today.